Kairi mai kite nei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. I'm Susana Leia in for Wallace Chapman. We're remembering Cyclone Gabrielle and we'll be doing this often. What's happened, what hasn't happened since our most costly weather-related disaster swept across parts of the North and South Islands. We'll hear more about the price being paid. The Cook Islands is exploring the potential of seabed mining. Our Foreign Affairs Minister Winston Peters has just finished a tour of the Cook Islands, Tonga and Samoa, and he thinks the proposal is seriously good-looking. We'll find out more about seabed mining. Tauranga's traffic challenging on a good day. Now there's a deep sinkhole in the mix. It first appeared on Friday. Today motorists being advised to stay away if they can, if they could. Have you been caught up or caught out by Tauranga's latest traffic woe, 2101? Uh, for texts or emails, the panel, or one word at rnz.co.nz. New Zealand's government agencies are lagging behind our global counterparts when it comes to digital accessibility. So how poorly are we ranked when it comes to connecting with our public services online? In Timaru, a school fundraiser has a local crop of maize being turned into a maize, the amazing maize in maize. I know, it's not just for getting lost in, it's spooky too. We'll talk to the brains behind the six-hectare transformation. So what's your go-to dish for a potluck dinner or shared lunch? Let's share some ideas, especially with our panellists today, with me today, beautifully timed. Cindy Mitchin, Executive Director of Mitchin and Associates. Welcome, Cindy, here in the studio with me in Auckland. Hi, Susanna. Thank you for having me. Great to be together today. And Martin Bosley there in the Wellington studio, owner of Yellow Brick Road, South Wided Upper District Councillor, columnist and author. Did I leave anything out, Martin? No, just all-round good guy. All-round really, good just, guy. Yeah, yeah, kia ora, kia ora. Hi, Martin. Yeah. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Marvellous. Terrific. Good to hear. Well, the US Super Bowl kicked off in Las Vegas, Nevada around midday New Zealand time. Are you watching? Do you care? It's the biggest day in American sport, famous for its halftime show. This year's Taylor Swift's attendance has caused a global media storm. Joining us now, RNZ sports journalist Jamie Wall, who's been watching it. Kia ora, Jamie. Kia ora, how are you? Good, thank you. Listen, let's get to it. Take us through the Super Bowl. It started. Where are we up to? Uh, well, I haven't finished yet. Um, we've just started the... Oh, we've about, got about nine minutes of playing time left, so that's probably about another half an hour. Yeah. Uh, and um, the San Francisco 49ers are up 16-13 over the Kansas City Chiefs. So Taylor Swift's um, hoping for a bit of a miracle here. Uh, the San Francisco defence is doing a fantastic job of containing uh, her team. How's her boyfriend playing? Travis, is he is he yeah, being good? Yeah, big um, big news about Travis. Uh, he had a massive blow-up with the coach in <gasps> uh, the first quarter. Um, they really went at it. About um, what? He, he, really, he really went at it. So I couldn't tell you. I wasn't close enough to the action. To, and I can't lip-read, so I'm not quite sure what it was about, but probably about the fact that he wasn't getting past the ball. But um, the first quarter, the US media's not saying anything about it. They're not saying boo, huh? Have we got a scoop here? <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll have to see how it plays out. Maybe they were just maybe just that's just their relationship. You know? And just to clarify, Travis Kelsey's playing for the Kansas City Chiefs, who are defending the Super Bowl. Do you think yeah, that, that this blowout has contributed to the the two point difference? Uh, uh, it's hard to say, really. Um, but you know, he's been a massive part of a really successful team over the last. A uh, few years, they're going for their third Super Bowl win in five years, which would put them among 
the most successful NFL teams of all time. And they've just moved up into what you call the red zone, so the uh, the 20-yard line of the San Francisco 49 so they're looking good to score here. So I'll just take you through the action. Uh, snap is on, uh, pass, uh, left tackle, and first down for Kansas City Chiefs. So what does that do to the score? Really good to take, take the lead. Oh, good. Did, did you see the halftime ads, Jamie? Uh, I didn't see the ads because oh. we don't we don't get them on the um, only in the uh, US, on the, right? On the international feed, but I definitely saw the halftime show. I have to say, uh, up until that point, Usher was looking like he was going to be MVP of the Super Bowl because game hadn't really <laughs> broken to life just uh-huh. then. But his set was absolutely incredible. Well, there's a Kiwi, um, there's special- Kiwi connection to the BMW ad. Well, I mean, you know that it costs about twelve million Kiwi for a Super Bowl ad, and the BMW ad, which we didn't see, uh, the Chief creative used to work at uh, Kalenzo in Auckland, um, and you know he 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 wrote the ad. A Kiwi lad, well, he's probably not a lad; he's a bit older than that now. But um, uh, quite an achievement for that sort of audience. Well, let's talk about the mm-hmm. audience, Jamie. What do we know about the numbers in the stadium? This is the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Yes, uh, there's about 70,000 in attendance, which is about average for a Super Bowl. Um, the largest attendance is over 100,000 at Dallas's Cowboys Stadium a few years back. Uh, but they reckon the numbers watching on TV, this is probably going to break the record set last year, uh, Super Bowl record, which was 115 million in the US, and somewhere around about uh, three quarters of a billion to a billion worldwide. So, yeah, it's it's a pretty pretty big deal. Jamie, why is it such a big deal here? Like. You know, this is going to be part of my argument thinking, but um, but like you know, we don't play it here. We don't have a league here. We don't. Not, it's not a school thing. You know, I don't, I don't understand the fascination with it. Oh, well, it's a fascination with anything overseas, uh, isn't it? I mean, you know, Taylor Swift doesn't live here either, but we, uh, <laughs> we like listening to her singing music. Uh, it's just because it's it's a great event. It's a great show. Um, it's, they put on such a fantastic um, spectacle of it, and. You know, just for people who are interested in, in just something a bit different, you know, the rugby season's going to start in a couple of weeks. I'm going to have that for 10 months straight. Mm. Uh, so it is kind of cool to see something different. It's more of an entertainment spectacular than just a sporting event, isn't it? You know, mm. with the halftime show, the ads, the crowds, and, of course, Taylor Swift wigging her way back from well, Japan. Listen, we're, we're all, you know, was she going to make it in time? And Oh, my God. But, I mean, well, I, presumably she did. She obviously did, yeah. But she I mean, does. This is a one-hour game that can take three or four hours to play. Jamie, you just said it was like, there was nine minutes left to go. It actually means like half an hour's worth of playing time. And yeah, you, but is, you watch you watch cricket, don't well, you? Well, that, that was my. Com- I was going to say that, that's the comparison, right? It's like, you know, then they don't get it watching a five day test. They can't get their head around that either, right? So I guess that's the the other side of the coin, isn't it? Jamie, um, how much has Taylor Swift's audience come to the NFL for <laughs> Super Bowl this year? Is there any sort of conversation around that? Oh yeah, yeah. This has been. It's not just the Super Bowl. It's been the whole season. As soon as it became public that her and Travis Kelsey were in some sort of relationship. Uh, it's been the number one story, um, and it's great when sport can sort of transcend uh, the news like this. It's kind of like when David Beckham and and Posh Spice started first started going out. You know, it, it gives people who don't usually follow sports or a particular sport a way of sort of grabbing hold of it, a way in um, to to enjoy it. And uh, the NFL has has stated that their, their ratings have gone up massively and it's probably just due to a lot of um, younger women. Um, and also one really positive thing about it is they've, they've come back and said that 
it's helped a lot of uh, young girls um, spend time with their dads because their dads have been watching football and they usually better time where they'd go off and do something by themselves and now it's something they're doing together. I think it's probably well, given good. men with facial hair around the world a lot of hope as well. <laughs> Let's just do the explainer there, Martin, <laughs> which is because Travis Kelsey's got he's a moustache. I'm just assuming he- that's what heavily, you mean. Be- heavily he's got a big beard. He's got a big beard. No, that's beard. true. Sort of lumberjacky. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> he's got the whole lumberjack. <laughs> I think what we'll, yeah. I think what we'll do because I know that you're chomping at the bit, Martin, and fairly no. so to get to the. I've been thinking, Jamie. Can you just give us the score at this minute, and we'll let you go, and we'll come to you, Martin, just to continue. Yes, well, I didn't yell it out and um, uh, interrupt you, but uh, Kansas City have just kicked a field goal to make it sixteen all uh, in the fourth quarter. And if it stays this way, we will be heading to overtime, and it'll be only the second Super Bowl to ever go to overtime. So it's anyone's guess what time it's going to finish. Jamie Wall, <laughs> thank you very much. Here we go. <laughs> but let's stay with you, Martin. I've been thinking because the Super Bowl has been top of mind. This is what you've shared with us earlier. But let's get into the detail. Yeah, like I think it's, 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 it's just, I just don't get it, right? The whole game and the, the, the fascination with it. You know, you know, it's 53 players in each team. There's an offensive team, a defensive team. There's two, there's two teams that make up each team. You know, 50 balls are in play for the game, seven referees. It's just, I, you know, it's one of those things I go, Not I don't, all at once, Martin. I know, this is know, where you're confused. Yeah, I know, I'm, it's not I'm all at once. <laughs> but I just go, I don't understand. So I was looking at, so I started looking at it, going, try to get my head around the game this morning to understand it, and all this stuff was coming up. And I thought, well, I wonder what the, for me, obviously, in my background, what the food facts are, and that is just staggering. And that is that one in seven Americans will order takeaways for this thing. So 48 million uh, Americans will order takeaways. 60 percent of them ordering pizza. 1.25 billion chicken wings, which is 7% of the annual chicken wing sales, which is about 813 million kilograms of chicken wings will get eaten today. 97 million kilos of potato chips, 697 million kilos of avocados, including 4 million kilos of guacamole. 14 billion hamburgers will be made, plus hot dog steaks and bratwursts. 10.8 billion US will be spent on beer, which is enough to fill 2,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. And the total spent on food just for today is expected to tip over 17.3 billion US dollars. And if that's that's not a kicker, in two days' time, it's um, Valentine's Day and they get into it again. It's just extraordinary. It's fantastic, and I appreciate that you've delivered a culinary take on the (laughs) Super Bowl stats. I had some sort of resonance that I could get my head around. Oh, now I get it. Yeah. But now we're going to segue off your reference to Valentine's Mm. Day being a few days away and come to I've Been Thinking with you, Cindy. Well, I've been thinking about a new high-end batchmaking service launched in New Zealand yesterday, Compatico, so that's C-O-M-P-A-T-I-C-O, compatico.co.nz, and it's for men and women, and it is a high-end wraparound service where everything is done for you. There's no chance of fake profiles. It's been very well researched by a team of professionals, started by Teresa Gatting, based on her own experience with looking for love as a 40-plus. But what about you? What drew you to this, Cindy? Well, I've been connecting people in one way or another for 30 years. I'm a trained teacher. I um, have and still run my executive recruitment business, and um, I'm completing relationship counselling 
skills so that I can actually add real value to people. I mean, it's a couple's world. If you're a man and you're single and you're really busy, think of Compatico like a personal trainer. We'll take all the stress away from you. what about if you're a woman and you're single? Absolutely, if you're a woman and you're single too. But I think, you know, women, I mean, we've had lots and lots of sign-ups, slightly more women than men, so I think women are getting it a little bit more. So internationally, matchmaking is now a very, very big thing. And Martin... You are right in my target because you <laughs> don't do not. You're perfect. You're absolutely perfect, and we will hold keep your breathing, hand. Martin. We'll, just keep breathing, Martin. Just keep breathing because we've still got a program you. to get through. This is just the pre-panel. No. Steady as she goes, Cindy. Oh. Martin, you'll be fabulous. Okay. It, I mean, we did a lot of research, and it really is um, forty plus find it much harder. Why? Well, I mean, you know, That's they. True. They're a little bit, te- or oh, not technophobic, but the dating apps, you know, mm. how secure are they? You cannot join. So safety's a big Oh, it is. You can't big, join big the point. Compatico community unless you've passed a Ministry of Justice security check. So there's no fake profiles. Um, you know, the, the thing really is that there are so many people out there and they just really want to take the first step and and TG and the team are there to help them take the first step. Loneliness is now a silent epidemic mm. on the World Health Organization's list of silent epidemics. So, Have you ever used a dating app prior to this? Well okay. look I've been married three times and so I haven't really had time <laughs> but the research says that the dating apps they do a job for some people but not for those busy fabulous 40 pluses. Sunday mention uh, Martin Bosley, just yes or no, have you used a dating app before now? Never. No. Okay, we well, go. Martin Bosley is there as a you, Martin. I've had a, I've had a look and it was a very comforting looking website, Cindy, I have to say. Comforting? Well that's yeah. a it was, reassuring. it was reassuring. It was like I wasn't all garish and nasty. No. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.